0: Welcome to the Roto World Hockey Podcast, the 31 Teams in 31 Days preview edition. Today, it's all about the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Joey Alfieri here with you, with the senior writer and editor of Roto World Hockey, Michael Finewax. Michael, how's it going? Everything's great. How about yourself? It's going well. It's going well. Um, I'm feeling better than the Arizona Coyotes did last season. Uh, obviously, another disappointing year. No playoffs. It's um, a young roster. Uh, what can we expect, you think, overall from the coyotes this year? Is there any chance they can make a push for a playoff spot?
1: Highly unlikely. <laughs> Highly unlikely.
0: Um, um, the youth is holding them back, right? I mean, the young guys have to grow into this role.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, you know it's you know, it's tough because they, they've had management changes a lot. They, you know, a guy like Dylan Strom, you know, guys all around him. Played in the NHL last year. But they decided to take their time, which isn't a bad thing to do. It's not like they're going anywhere. So, you know, you let him gain his confidence in junior hockey. You, you don't rush him. You don't let him make, you know, the mistakes and get down on himself. So I totally agree. Like, they let him play seven games last year and then sent him back down. That was a real good move. They didn't, you know, they didn't want to put him in a situation where he was uncomfortable and he would have had to, you know, that there, it was a reach for him. They couldn't send them to the minors, they had to send him back to juniors, that's terrific. And that's the way it should be done. They're not rushing their prospects. That being said, they've got a lot of prospects. I mean, you know, you, you go back and you look like Duclair, Anthony Duclair, had a fabulous rookie year, and last year he spent the whole you know a lot of the year in the minors, because he just struggled and struggled. And, you know, that's not what you want. You want a guy to make it into the NHL, be successful, and not have to worry about struggling, because he's already struggled earlier.
0: Yeah, Duclair is an interesting one um, just because, I mean, the numbers were so promising. I mean, I remember him coming up when he was, you know, after coming up with the Rangers, he, you know, he was a teenager and he had seven points in 18 games and everybody was so high on him. Uh, Then they make the big deal for Keith Yandel and they had to give uh, Duclair up, the Rangers did. Then he goes to Arizona, scores uh, 20 goals, 44 points in his first full season in the NHL, which is pretty impressive. I mean, that's nothing to scoff at. Um, and then last year, I mean, it was just – it was a train wreck. I mean, you're looking at a guy who went from 20 goals and 44 points in 81 games to five goals, 15 points, 58 games, uh, was sent to the minors, played 16 games in Tucson with the Roadrunners, uh, had one goal and eight points in 16 games. Did his – I think in his case, Michael, you know what it is? I think he just got off to a really nice start. He was kind of a little overhyped maybe because he was on New York and, well, you know, everything is uh, is bigger and better in the in the Big Apple. Um, But then he had a good year in Arizona. I think maybe he set the bar very high for himself. Maybe he's just not that kind of player. Maybe he's not an offensive force.
1: Well, you know, I mean, he scored 20 goals. As a 20-year-old, that's not too shabby to start with. Right. Um, You know, it didn't hurt. It didn't help him that Arizona as a team didn't play very well. And, you know, you, you're always losing. And, you know, it takes its toll on some guys. And maybe he's one of those guys. And it just... You know, like I said, for most players, there's always a regression, or there's, there's a regression the second year. It's just a real tough thing to do. You know, your superstars like Connor McDavid, you know, they don't have regression. Sidney Crosby, they don't have regression. But even a great player or a very good hockey player in a first overall pick like Nathan McKinnon had huge regression his second year. And, and you're just seeing that from a third-round pick. And there's nothing you can do. And you just hope that he comes back, the the slate is wiped clean, and he bounces back and has a pretty good hockey season.
0: Yeah. So I mean, realistically, what are you expecting from Duclair? From Duclair?
1: I'm expecting in the 17, 18 goal range, and in the 40, 45 point range. I'm expecting he bounces back to close to where he was his rookie season.
0: Yeah. That that's fair. Because I mean, he does bring a lot to the table. He has good wheels. Um, You know, I think he's a smart guy. He's a smart player. Uh, It was it was disappointing. It was disappointing to see, you know, a team relying on young players uh, that he you know, he couldn't step up his game and kind of keep up with what uh, Max Domi had done in Arizona. You're listening to the Roto World Hockey podcast. We're previewing the Arizona Coyotes and uh, Michael. Uh, I want to get, uh, before we get into more Coyotes talk, uh, I want you to talk to me a little bit about the Roto-World draft guide, where people can get it and uh, what exactly they can get on it that's really going to make a difference. Um, I mean, it's all about bragging rights, right? I mean, you want to have the bragging rights over your friends. You don't want your friends laughing at you because of your, you know, the way your fantasy team has underperformed. I've been there, done that. Trust me, I've, had my, you know, I've received my share of flack <laughs> for underperforming fantasy teams. How can people avoid that by getting the draft guide?
1: Well, we constantly update. We constantly update the stats. We constantly update, you know, the player news, et cetera, that you're going to read. So you'll know right away if there's an injury to a player. You'll know right away if, if in, you know, if there was a trade, how it affects everybody. You know, there's just so much. We, we have over 625 player profiles. We have over plenty of articles. We have rankings. We've got tiering, so you know who the, how you, how your centers or your left-wingers, your right-wingers, your defensemen and goaltenders rank in their individual work. We've got a top 150 list. <clears throat> so if you're drafting just without, you know, a snake-style draft or however you draft, you can see the top 150 players and how they should go. You know, there's just so much information. We've got top prospects on each team. So if you're looking, if you're in a keeper pool and you're looking for some future, it's there. We, there's just so many there's so much to read it's probably if you print it off I'm sure there's over 300 pages
0: yeah and, and like I said I'm I i get to, I'm privy to seeing it I bought it before I was at even writing for Roto World and I can tell you it really does make a difference it gives you the edge uh, over those who do not have it so make sure you're not one of those people who doesn't have it um, just looking again at the Coyotes how weird is it going to be Michael that there's going to be no Shane Doan in Arizona uh,
1: you know it is it's going to be you know He's the last original Winnipeg Jet. Yeah, he, you know he 1995, was.
0: 1995, 96. He was yeah. there.
1: Yep, you know, and then they came over to, you know, it's over 20 years later, and he was the last of the, which is amazing. He lasted this long, or that there was still a Winnipeg Jet, an original Winnipeg Jet in the league. But uh, yeah, it's going to be different, and it's, I'm sure it's going to be different for the fans, and I'm sure it's going to be very different for the team, because even though you know you could see he was winding down his career, he was a huge influence in the dressing room. And it's just, you know, he'll be missed there.
0: Absolutely. And so he's gone. Um, they traded Martin Hansel, who was going to be a free agent anyway. They traded him at the deadline last year. Um, Radim verbata who was actually their leading goal scorer and point getter, the only guy on the roster who picked up more than 50 points, uh, just to tell you how tough it was. And Max Domi was injured, so that obviously played a, a huge part in it. But verbata has gone. Doan is gone. Uh, Hansel is gone. So, I mean, look, this is going to be a team that's, that's still going through a transition, but at the same time, they made a couple of huge trades this offseason. So GM, John Shryker, they really shook things up this season michael i mean they they made some some major moves uh they ended up making a huge trade with the rangers for uh, derek Stepan and uh, anti ranta the the rangers backup goalie who looks like he's going to get an opportunity to start and they also made a deal uh, with the chicago blackhawks uh, to get nicholas jomerson who's probably not going to put up a ton of points but at the same time uh, he is the guy who stabilizes things uh in his own end so it should be yeah. better
1: well, hopefully, you know, that they, they, there's so much young talent there. You know, like I mentioned before, Dylan Strom, Clayton Keller, who's got a very, very good shot to be Rookie of the Year this year. You know, they got Lawson Krause. There's just, you know, there's just so much talent under the age of 23, 25. You know, it's just, it's going to take time. You know, but if you look at a team like Toronto and they really, you know, they, they exploded. But they played seven, eight rookies all the time last year. And sometimes it takes a while, like it has been for Arizona. But if you have the talent there, it's going to come through. You know, they've got a good goaltender. I like Ranta actually better than Mike Smith. He's younger. I just, I just like him better. Um, I like Stepan for, at center for a little bit of leadership, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they've got a great, great defenseman in Oliver ekman Larson, who was hurt so badly last year he played through a broken thumb and you know if you're wondering why his goal totals were down and everything he played through a broken thumb so whereas most guys would take five six weeks off he played he he didn't miss anything and you know it never really properly healed because he never gave it a chance but they needed him out there you know he had a minus 25 and and that's why and they're just going to be really improved they got a great defenseman who's hurt right now and in Jacob Chikrin, and he's going to be a big stud. There's a lot of talent there. It might not be this year, but you're going to see an Arizona Coyote team that's going to make the playoffs year after year with this core.
0: Assuming he's healthy, where does Ekman Larson kind of fit? I think we would agree that Eric Carlson and Brent Burns are your – you know, tier one offensive defenseman. But, I mean, Ekman Larson is a guy who, you mentioned it, I mean, he's, in the past, he's put up some big goal totals and with a broken thumb still managed to have uh, 12 goals in 79 games last season. But you're talking about a guy who had put up uh, 15 goals in 2013-14, 23 goals in 2014-15, 21 goals in 2015-16, and again, the 12 goals in 79 games last year with a broken thumb. I mean, where does he rank in terms of, you know, offensive production by defenseman?
1: You know, there's there's a lot of good defensemen. I, I, I've got him ranked 24th overall, but the major reason for that is his plus-minus. I've got him with 21 goals and 27 assists, with 10, 10 of the goals coming on the power play. That's a very, very good year, and he doesn't have a wealth of talent around him like all, all these other guys. So you know, they're reliant on him to, to force it. But guys like Domi, who I forgot to mention as, as a youngster too. You know, they're just going to get better and better, and it's just going to make ekman Larsman, you know, they'll score on, on when he sets them up. So instead of missing the chances like they do now because of youth, you know, or lack of experience, that's just going to make him better and better. So he's going to be rising up the standings once again. But right now I've got him, you know, as I mean, he's still a number one defenseman, but because of his plus minus and the team he's on, that's going to hurt him. So that's going to cause him to drop, and he probably should go, You know, if you only are playing goals, he's a top three defenseman. But if you play everything, you know, or or you're playing points, he's a top ten defenseman. But if you're playing everything, he drops down because, you know, unfortunately, the, the team he's on hurts him.
0: You're listening to the Roto World Hockey Podcast, Arizona Coyotes Preview Edition with Joey Alfieri and Michael Finewax. You can follow us on Twitter at Joey Alfieri, at MFinewaxHockey, Hockey, and at Roto World underscore HK uh, for the Roto World Hockey page. Um, so, look, well, I mentioned Verbata led them in goals and points last season. Uh, he's gone. Actually, Ekman Larson was second. <laughs> believe it or not, yeah, with 39 points, he was actually second on the team. Uh, Domi had 38 points in 59 games. Um, who's gonna step up this year like who's gonna lead this team who's gonna lead this team in, in scoring
1: well Ekman Larson will be top three but I think Max Domi will probably lead the team again you know he's um, it, assuming he doesn't get hurt Max Domi is a really good hockey player I mean last year he only played in 59 games he still had not, 38 points so he was only one behind Ekman Larson <clears throat> uh, you know I think he's the uh I think he'll carry the team, and I think Clayton Keller, like I said, it would not surprise me at all if he was the Rookie of the Year because he's an outstanding talent. You know, he went seventh overall a couple years ago, and they're really, really high on him. And, you know, if you like to watch the kids, Arizona's going to be an exciting team to watch, but it's just going to take them a couple more years. But one year they're going to explode out of nowhere, and they'll make the playoffs, and all these guys everyone will know about, and everyone will be scrambling to draft them or, or grab them on the waiver wire. I just don't think it's this year.
0: Yeah. Um I know you spoke about Antti Ranta before, Michael, but I think that's still a bit of a question mark for me. Like they're they're not they're they're inexperienced. I'm not going to say they're not good. They're not a good team, but they're inexperienced. But Antti Ranta he's a guy who's always been a backup goalie. You know what I mean? So I don't know how he's going to handle the workload and I mean we've seen Louis Demang, the the backup goalie and I mean, look, he is what he is. He's a guy who's, you know, I've seen him turn in some really stellar performances, but there's just no consistency to his game. So I don't think he's a starting goalie, but I don't know if Antti Rant is a starting goalie.
1: Well, that's just it. You know, you play behind Henrik Lundqvist, and you're not going to be the starting goalie. So this is opportunity. <clears throat> just like, you know, Scott Darling is getting his opportunity in Carolina. You never know till they do it. But I think, you know, he looks good. I think, I think they made a good deal to get to get both of these guys and uh, him and step in, and uh, it'll be interesting to see, but you know I, I'm not expecting him to be a superstar, but I'm expecting about 25 wins out of him, maybe a 250 goals against average, which is not amazing in fantasy. Because right. look at look at the team he's playing on.
0: Yeah, he's on a bad team. So I mean, just just because of and, and listen, I'll, I'll give Ranta credit because last year when Lundqvist was was struggling, I mean he came in and he did a really good job. He kept the the Rangers season on the rails um but at the same time that's the problem i mean even if you do have confidence in him i mean his fantasy upside is gonna be limited because he's on a bad team and that's that's the problem it's about you know where where to draft these guys you know like they're they they have to go a little bit later on no matter how much you like ranta you know even if you think he's gonna be a stud which i don't think either one of us feels that way but i think if you did fantasy wise for fantasy purposes it just doesn't make sense
1: no he's like a a late round pick 12 13, maybe even later. And and, and he's like, you know, if you play in a 12 team league, he's your a, a poor second goalie and a real probably a good third goalie on your team. And you know, it's just because it's just because you know, if you talk fantasy and real hockey are two different things right now. So, while you know, he'll, he'll perform well for the Arizona Coyotes based on what kind of team they have, he, he's not his fantasy re- relevancy will be minor at best
0: right okay so looking at this roster Michael, who do you think uh, will boom like who has a potential maybe somebody flying you know under the radar uh, who are you looking at that could maybe surprise uh, on this Arizona coyotes roster and maybe be a difference maker uh, in fantasy?
1: Well like I said before I think Max Domi's under the radar because I don't think a lot of people remember how good he was two seasons ago. And even last year, 38 points in 59 games. That's a pretty good season for a second-year guy. So I go with him. His plus-minus will hurt you, but his plus-minus is going to hurt. You know, everyone on Arizona pretty well, their plus-minus is going to hurt you. I think, like I said, Clayton Keller's got a shot to be the rookie of the year. Um, Those are are two, like, again, if you're in a keeper league, I love Jacob Chickering Lake because he's going to be a real good hockey player in the years to come.
0: Yeah, he's gonna miss a lot of time. I, they, you know, well, they came out and said it's not season ending, but you know, people need to know that he's he's not gonna play very much. Yeah,
1: well. If you say that at this point that the season's not season ending, you, you know, it's <laughs> games. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, you know what? I think the the one guy I'm looking at is it was Keller. Um, I think he's a guy flying under the radar in terms of this rookie of the year race, and you mentioned he has a chance. But I don't think a lot of people have been you know, clamoring for him, especially because you know, everyone's been talking about Nico Heischer, uh the first overall pick to the Devils, uh, Nolan Patrick, the second overall pick to the Philadelphia Flyers. But I think, you know what, I think Clayton Keller has a chance. Uh, he played three games with the Coyotes at the end of last season. He picked up a couple of assists. But at Boston University last year, Michael, in 31 games, you're looking at 21 goals and 45 points. That, though, I mean, that's insane. And he went, to, he went to the World Hockey Championship, not the World Junior Championships, the World Hockey Championship in the spring, he had five goals and seven points in eight games. And at the World Juniors, when the States won gold uh, here in Canada, he had seven, uh, no, he had 11 points, three goals, 11 points in seven games. He had a fantastic year last year.
1: Yeah, he is. He's a terrific hockey player. You know, it's he's, he's a terrific talent. But I mean, he went seventh overall for a reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. I think, you know what, that is definitely a guy who I wouldn't be shocked at all if he came away with the uh, Calder Trophy for Rookie of the Year at the end of the season. Uh, I'm going to ask you who's going to bust on this Arizona team, but (laughs) like I said before, they had one guy hit 50 points. They had one guy hit 40 points. Nobody, only Radim Verbata had more than 40 points last season. So, I mean, there's not really much room to bust on this Arizona team. No,
1: no, there, there really isn't. Um. The one acquisition, and it's not it has nothing to do with fantasy, but the one acquisition who, who's really going to help out is they got Nicholas Joberson, yeah, Jamelstrom uh, from, from uh, Chicago, and he's a veteran. He's won some Stanley Cups. He's going to help the young guys, and he's, he's going to be, and he's going to help all the guys. And it's just going it, to it'll make them a better hockey team in the years to come. Although you might not see it this year.
0: Um I might stun you I might stun you with my bust. Okay. Um I don't I just I don't have a good feeling with Derek Stepan. I you know I look I know last year wasn't a great year for him. He had 17 goals and 55 points with the Rangers, but I mean Look, he's 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 going to be relied upon. You know what I mean, Michael? Like he's a guy who in the last few seasons you're looking at 57, 55, 53 and 55 points and you know with Again, I don't like seeing diminishing talent around them because Arizona's a good team. They have good young uh, players, um, but they're just—I mean—they don't, you know—they're they, lacking that experience to make them a playoff team. But I don't know if he's going to be able to hit those numbers again. I don't know if he's going to get 50 points. They don't score enough.
1: Well, it's very possible. The thing he's got going for him is he's going to get every opportunity because he'll probably be their best overall player, or, or right at the, right there. So if you're looking for a power play guy, chances are he's going to be playing on the first power play. You know, it's it, you know I can see I can see why you say he could be a bust because who else is there to pick?
0: Yeah, there's so, nobody else. There's not really anyone. No,
1: everyone else has been you know hasn't a done bust. it. So like like you said, but uh, I don't know. I I look at their you know from what I'm looking at their first power play is going to be Domi, Stepan, and Keller, with Larson and Galagoski on the point, and one guy we haven't talked about who really showed a lot last year in a brief appearance was uh, Brendan Perlini.
0: Yeah.
1: And I see him with Strom and Dvorak with Continent and Jamelstrom on the on the uh, point as well. For the yeah.
0: Side. Definitely. Well, yeah, no, I, I see. I, I see what you're saying. I just, I mean, we've got to pick somebody to oh, bust yeah, exactly.
1: here. <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised you didn't pick uh, Ranta, the other guy they got from the Rangers. Well, no.
0: Yeah, that, that could be one as well, but. I mean, Stepan is making big money. Uh, I know why they brought him in. They need some experience down the middle. But, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to hit that 50-55 point mark on uh, on this Arizona team. You're listening to the Roto-World Hockey Podcast. Um, Don't forget, pick up our draft guide on rotoworld.com. Click on the NHL tab. You'll see the draft guide is available. Um, it's it's basically the difference maker if you want to have the upper hand on your friends But the thing is they're probably bought it already So you don't want to be a step behind make sure you pick up the roto world draft guide michael mentioned it before a lot of talk about prospects six, how many minus Michael? 625 player profiles? I mean, that's that's pretty much everybody. That's pretty ridiculous actually um, so yeah, you definitely do not want to miss out on the uh, World draft guide, and you can pick that up, rotoworld.com. Click on the NHL tab, and uh, you'll see the option pop up there. It is a must-have, Michael. It is an absolute must-have if you're a serious fantasy player. I agree. Even if you're not a serious fantasy player, I actually have friends who, you know, they don't know a ton about hockey, but they want to look good, you know, once the draft is over. And why why leave it up to chance? Have somebody guide you, or in fact, it's have our team guide you every step of the way.
1: That's great, because you can also, don't forget during the season, you know, we have weekly fantasy chats where you can ask questions with Brian Rosenbaum. And that's a big help, because Brian is great. He can help you with your team at all times. You can always write to us, too, by via Twitter or just our email accounts. Ask us fantasy questions. Don't be shy.
0: Yeah, don't at Joey Alfieri for me on Twitter at MFineWaxHockey for Michael on Twitter at RotoWorld underscore HK uh, for the main page. Uh, so really, we we've got you covered. And uh, Brian Rosenbaum has uh, how many years of uh, writing about fantasy? How much fantasy experience does Brian uh, this have?
1: This is his uh, 18th season. Yeah,
0: uh, 18 out of 18. Yeah. <laughs> well, 18, yeah, out of 18 for the hockey uh, the hockey portion of the website. So uh, Brian is. Uh, A-OK when it comes to fantasy. Uh, Michael, thanks for doing this. It was fun previewing the Arizona Coyotes. And uh, you know what we have next, the big, bad Bruins. I know Roto World has a ton uh, of of people who check out, or a lot of people from Boston uh, check out the the Roto World hockey website. So I know that's going to be a team of interest. Really curious to get your thoughts on the Boston Bruins. That's coming up tomorrow. Thanks for doing this, Michael. Thank you. This has been the Roto-World Podcast. Don't forget, keep it locked to rotoworld.com's NHL page for all the latest news and notes.